Uh, hello, friends. This is the uh, inaugural episode of the Citywide Special. I am Trevor. I'm here with Avery and Pat. Yes. And uh, two weeks uh, since we lost the Super Bowl. Oof. Still feels like yesterday. I think I'm fine. I mean, I think I'm about as over it as I'm going to be able to at this point. Eh. Until I, you know. It's tough to see even like looking at coaches moving around the NFL, things like that. Just looking at the Eagles uniform, we're still like, God damn, like what could have, why? Yeah. No, I mean, they'll probably, that's probably like the best opportunity that they're going to have in a long time. Um, you know, team is still set up very good. I'm not like, you know, uh, Hertz is great. He'll be around for a long time, but, uh, you know, you had to beat, Daniel Jones and basically no one in the 49ers game and uh yeah and then the field was really <laughs> slippery yeah I think like kind of what you said about them being as set up as well as they could man it was just like they had an easy schedule this year leading up to the playoffs playoffs obviously they got lucky with Daniel Jones and whoever the Niners had at quarterback I could have been playing quarterback but uh then I mean you end up in the Super Bowl You've got Hertz. You've got Hall of Famers and Kelsey, Lane Johnson. Like it's stacked for you for for you to succeed. And then uh, just you ran into the 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 best quarterback of our generation. Probably go down as the best quarterback of all time. You run into Andy Reid, a phenomenal coach. And uh, yeah, for the first half, you kind of outclassed them. But I mean, they found a way to win. And uh, all I could remember just after the Super Bowl was, hey, it's great that we've out there. We played a great first half, but we'll be lucky to get there again. I mean, it's kind of like the 2019 Sixers that lost on that Kawhi shot. It's just like... The problem is, too, it's not like we had that magical run 2017. That was like some ungodly shit. The team probably wasn't as good as it could have been, but they did it and they got it done. Where this team just from top to bottom was just outstanding offensive line running back defense everybody I mean everywhere you look was a pro bowl all pro player and if they didn't they were a snub we can chalk it up to an easy playoff which it did it worked out that way but the Giants came in tough I mean when they won it with Eli they were a wild card team and you know they surprised a lot of people and you know playing a team beat a team three times in one season isn't always easy San Fran I'll give us that one that one Watching that game in person was just embarrassing if you were a San Fran fan. I mean, I give it that. But And then the Super Bowl, just outcoached first half, like you said. Amazing performance. I mean, Jalen Hurts also in the second half couldn't have done any more. I mean, he had that one fumble. I get it, you know, but the moment never seemed too big for him. But the defense, I mean, everybody's playing on that turf. I, that yeah. was just unreal. But, like, you bring up the fumble, and, like, my thing is, is, like, at first I was like, yeah, the field didn't matter. Like, both teams, like you said, both defenses had to play on it. But, I mean, that hurts fumble that they run back for a TD. Just slips out of his hands. Huge momentum It's probably shift. because the ball's wet because the field's soaking yeah. wet. Like, huge momentum I hate shift. to be that guy. What were they, a 14 yeah. nothing at that point, too? Yeah, I believe so. So, yeah, it's like a 14-point swing right there. Yeah, it was wild, too, how the uh, – that game followed like the same script as the uh, as 52 like all through the we're up, up by 10 at the half second half it's just like 
they go, they, you know, Kansas City takes the lead. It's like back and forth. It's like the same freaking game. And then the only thing that was missing is that we did not get the big stop. Yeah, yeah, I remember sitting at the bar the whole time just quoting Malcolm Jenkins from 52. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just searched for one stop. Mm-hmm. We just searched for one stop. Never got that stop. But the same play. You let the same play just on the two different sides oh, yeah, get your insane. ass. The Jags pulled that off. I forget what week that was. You know, they did that play where clearly our secondary, I don't know if it's the players or the coaching scheme, doesn't know how to rotate when they make a shift like that. The Jags did that. They walked into the end zone. They got a touchdown. KC did that to the left. They said, hold up. Did it to the right. Same. Nobody was there. Yeah, man. It was Gannon's number one enemy uh, for me. It's it's a, that and how he just he like weasels out of doing any kind of uh, press conference just immediately. Yeah, he just hangs out in Arizona. Yeah, he just hangs out <laughs> in Arizona, becomes the Cardinals' yeah. new coach. Doesn't even get on the plane. After the championship game, he's like, I'm not fucking leaving. He pulled some Wolf of Wall Street shit and then did leave. Then he left. Yeah. But I don't know. I think the defense, we also have a lot of – the free agent market is going to be tough. I mean, we're going to lose a lot of guys. you got to pay Hurts money. You got to hope that some guys stay on, you know, senior contracts like Graham and Kelsey if they come back for a year. But you got to figure that defense between Bradbury, uh, CJ Garner Johnson, uh, you know, Cox is going to walk, Hargrave. Yeah, Kaiser White, big, or whatever that's worth. That's a yeah. lot of players. And a lot of those guys that are leaving were impact guys. I mean, Hargrave was arguably one of the best defensive guys we had on the team, despite obviously we have Reddick still for a couple more years. But mm-hmm. the defensive front was stout with him in there yeah i think hargrave's like arguably the bi- i mean i think everyone's uh talking about how like garner johnson's like the biggest guy at the resign but i think hargrave is actually probably more important i'm with you on that to be honest um yeah you gotta figure your split to your keep one right like you got bradbury and senior Jordan johnson I think Bradbury's as good as gone. He's going to so. be yeah, top no dollar. He's coming back. Mm-hmm. I think they'll keep C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's younger. He seems to vibe well with the team. And, uh, I mean, like, safeties are a lot harder to find than cornerbacks. Like, rumors, at least early on, are that the Eagles are looking at cornerbacks for the draft. I think Bradbury's certainly more replaceable. I feel like C.J. Gardner-Johnson someone that they really need to look to keep. So, uh, so Pat, you uh, essentially fled the country after the after the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> I got out as quickly as possible. The game was on a Sunday. We tried to avoid having anybody over to feel like, all right, we're flying out on Tuesday. Let's lay low. We still had people over thinking, all right, it's going to be a great game. Ended up ending up the way it was, but we went down to Guatemala on Tuesday. Funny enough, ended up sitting next to somebody who was flying out of Phoenix from Phoenix who was trying to avoid all the Super Bowl crowd, and she said that it was still pretty crazy on the airport, just trying to get in and out of out of town in Phoenix. Um, but, yeah, went to Guatemala. It was a great time. was there for a week um, to celebrate my best friend, Diego. Um, he got married in December, but had a celebration with his Guatemala family down there. Nice. So, hold on. This lady said that she was leaving Phoenix the Tuesday after the Super Bowl to get away from Super Bowl crowd. So she, she was there for the entire Super Bowl. She lived in Phoenix. She was like, oh, so where are you from? And I felt that I couldn't get away from it. It was like a bad nightmare every time. So I was like, oh, where are <laughs> you from? Two days after the game's over, it's like, <laughs> I got to get away from these assholes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Finally. <laughs> I'm like, where are you from? She's like, Phoenix. She's like, where are you from? I'm like, from Philadelphia. The instant look of just, oh. She's like, probably like, oh. me on the back, just feeling bad for me. I'm like, I know. I get it. It's okay. Like, yes, we suck. We lost. It's, you know, it is what it is. 
But apparently her airport was still a shit show, so she had that going for her. But <clears throat> had to, had to get out of here. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. Uh, it's something wrong with her logic to me. Like you would think she would have left town left several days Bowl. before the Super Bowl, <laughs> not two days after. Like she was at the tail end of uh, Super Bowl madness. But I probably would have left after that guy was scaling that building. Oh, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> that would have my cue. Get the hell out of town. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. She didn't expect it to be that busy. I'm like, I don't understand where you've been living at. I mean, yeah, you didn't expect everybody to be coming into town, watching this game, fans, even just people pouring in just to stay around there. Have you guys been to Phoenix? I have not. I've Mm-mm. never it's been. It's like spread out there. I mean, it's not like a, I don't know. I can't really speak to it. I've never been. I've never been the Super Bowl is in Glendale, which I think is not in Phoenix. I think it's yeah. closer yeah. to the Scottsdale, really. outside of Phoenix, yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's really where everyone flies out of. But Yeah. Yeah, so we get to Guatemala, though, and – it's funny. Uh, we lost all our cell service as soon as we get to the airport. So I'm like, shit. You know, I text my buddy Diego, and he's like, yeah, my dad said to just go out the airport, make a left, and uh, he'll be there. I'm like, all right. This was two days ago. So I'm like, hopefully he's still there and didn't go to the right. So we go out. I'm like, you know, Hannah, we're good to go. Like, I'm feeling confident. Back in my head, I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't know what we're going to do if I don't find this guy. So we go out there, and sure enough, he's got a little sign out there for me. I'm like, hell yeah, Gus. So we go. <laughs> Go hang oh, you out. got the sign treatment? Yeah, yeah, the little yeah. cardboard <laughs> sign. I've never had that before. Back when I was in grade school, I, like, ran for president and won this thing. And ever since then, he's called me Mr. President. So we get there. I'm like, all right, well, there's no way. I recognize that guy. He's got the sign, Mr. President. I'm like, this is too funny. That's so. a high honor, man. I know. I'm like, Mr. easy now, buddy. Mr. President some 20-some <laughs> years later. Wow. Like, funny. I, I have diplomatic immunity in this country. <laughs> yeah. I walk in. I can break put, whatever laws I want. They put lays down on the floor. I'm like, easy, everybody. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> But we get there, he's got a cooler full of beer. We're just cruising down the street, like, no big deal. There's no laws, no regulation driving these cars. People are just, like, stacked 15 deep in pickup trucks. Pizza Hut's out the ass. Every 10 buildings, Pizza Hut, KFC, Taco Bell. And not just, like, regular Pizza Hut's. I'm talking multi-level bars, lounges, the nines. It was amazing. Yo, I'm trying to chill at the Pizza Hut bar, get some stuffed crust. Do they have like any kind of like local uh, menu items like on the pizza that wouldn't be at an American Pizza Hut? I'd have to imagine just maybe avocado. I didn't go to the Pizza Hut, although the first meal we did have was Taco Bell, which is funny. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, nothing else was open. <laughs> But and it was Valentine's Day, so that was cute. We get there and like everyone's on their little dates and the Taco Bell. I was like, see, this is all right. Like you know, just, just flew thirteen hours just to take you on a date to Taco Bell, so it was nice. So your Valentine's Day dinner was Taco <laughs> Bell. <laughs> Technically, yeah. That's what's in up. a different country, Respect. so I didn't feel too too bad. But they got the flat burrito. They gave you fries at these Taco Bells. I don't remember Taco oh, Bell here giving you fries. Seen that before. It was a very. I don't hate it. I loved it, and it's like a little tiny bag, like nothing crazy. They used to have like the. It was like there's like cinnamon fries thing. They're not like actual fries, but they were like uh, they don't like still have those. Ch- like a churro, y- sort of. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it's based on. But it wasn't like literally a. They were like you know. These were like Taco Bell versions of a little like pork rindy, uh, churros though, because they were like fluffy. They weren't like doughy like the like the normal ones are. I think that might be a Guatemalan Taco Bell thing. Okay. Beautiful, though. They had, like, orange trees and lime trees growing in this thing. I was like, I mean, if this was Taco Bell here, I'd be going there all the time. Not that I don't go all the time now, but, you know, it just felt different. They had a little grotto. I'm like, damn, this shit is nice. As I'm still wolfing down a burrito and two tacos. Was the Taco Bell also a bar? Was it like a taqueria? 
Nah, they had no bar there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No salad bar. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Pizza Hut salad bar. <laughs> I miss the Pizza Hut salad bar. Yeah, I mean, apparently you can't even eat inside Pizza Hut anymore. Like, uh, Lewis and I were trying to go to the Pizza Hut last week. He's like, dude, none of them are, uh, are sit-in. They're all to go. The only one that's a sit-in around here is also a Taco Bell, ironically <laughs> enough. But no such thing as the Pizza Hut salad bar anymore. That is a thing of uh, the 90s, I suppose. Maybe the early 2000s, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think I guess they don't really they don't really exist much of anywhere anymore because except the pub, the pub brought, baby. Oh yeah, the pub, a fine establishment, banging salad bar. Yeah, you still went to alive the pub recently. Well. Yeah, we did. Yeah, ate way too much red meat, way too many croutons and blue cheese and whatever else you want to throw on that bad boy. Mm. Is the pub still like you step back in time to the seventies? The last time I was there was like six years ago. hundred percent. Like, Whoa, where am I? They have that weird carpet everywhere. <laughs> There's still like you know they have some really those those meat stains have some stories. They've seen some shit, <laughs> and they still have that little arcade. You know you can go up there play a little games while you wait. But I remember the old uh, pizza I used to go to had this like pinball machine that I would play. Like it was like incredibly easy to get a free game on it, so you could just play it like continuously for as long <laughs> as like <laughs> that ruled. The best part, too, about the pub, arguably, besides the salad bar and the meats, when you order a drink there, you get a little side drink, too, because they do, like, an ounce and a half for a drink. Yep. So you get a little old-fashioned, or you get, like, a espresso martini, and they give you a double every time. It's amazing. It's the best. Do they still do, like, those giant daiquiris that come in, like, the fishbowl? Hell yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't been there in years, but I remember slurping down a daiquiri or two. Getting a nice little prime rib. Yep. Twice baked potato, salad bar, maybe twice. Who knows? Dude, yeah, we gotta have a uh, a podcast night out at the pub. Yeah, we gotta yeah bring all the shit <laughs> yeah. to record there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they won't really stop us, Just right? Keep the steaks coming, lady. <laughs> I mean, you could fit like 400 people in this place, yeah, and it's we never that take, full. Like, we, we got won't room. be taking up that much <laughs> space. They'll be all right. But uh, yeah, I guess we can switch gears enough. Uh, Sixers nonsense and whatnot. We can talk about our Sixers, who right now look like they're down 63-55 to the Heat, but uh, not here to to commentate the game, even though I should be calling games. I guess (laughs) I want to get your guys' take on the game on Saturday, the loss to the Celtics. What are your your y'all's takeaways from that game? Uh, Very frustrating, but, I mean, I don't really see how that can, like, really change how you feel about the team in general. I mean – uh, definitely could have won that game if a few. Th- I mean, if like uh, Al Horford doesn't sink like eight fucking threes or whatever what he had. It's amazing the shit he does to us after it's, uh, what he didn't do so for brutal. us. So brutal. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think at least shows that they can like compete with them. Their Celtics are clearly a better team, but that's you know everyone already knows that. There's a reason why they're favored to win the finals and all that. So. I, mean, I think you made a good point about it too. Like with the Sixers, I feel like it always comes down to like one shot. It's like, damn. I mean, obviously there were things leading up to that that could have affected it, but it's like you kidding me? We can't have that full court highlight reel, like Embiid shooting that shit. That'd have been awesome. Of course, it's like a half a second too late. You know, all the fans are going wild. He knew it didn't make it, but you know, I mean, I, my first reaction was it's kind of a beautiful loss. I mean, it sucked that they lost, but Boston is 
been such a juggernaut this year. And the Sixers have been kind of, I don't really know if they have an identity yet. I mean, they're trying to figure it out. They're working with different pieces. They're looking good. But, like, you know, we're pulling we're pulling Maxi off the bench now again. Why? Yeah. What if we like things like that? It's like you wonder why you know you're not beating these teams that you should beat, or doing just enough to lose games to really good teams. It's like, well, that goes back to back to coaching. Yeah, I think it's kind of frustrating to watch Maxi right now, just because. I mean, coming off the bench, Boston's also like not a very good matchup for him. They have a bunch of guys bigger than him, stronger than him, just as fast as him, arguably, that can give him a lot of trouble, but. I think some of the lineup decisions continue to, to kind of perplex me. But I think really what it comes down to, I said this at the time, said this at the bar watching the game, whenever Embiid comes out, the other team goes on a run. You saw it that night. We've been seeing it for however long Embiid's been, been six, in the league. Yeah. six years, <laughs> eight years, whatever. I mean, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Like, Daryl Morey, obviously, like, kind of downplays the importance of a backup center, but you see it in a game like that where you play B-Ball Paul, who we love, for like two minutes. The other team goes on an outrageous run, and it's just – that's the biggest takeaway to me is the Sixers are a backup center away. They've always been a backup center away. They probably always will be a backup center away. But a lot of good to take out of the game. Just – and B can't play 48 minutes every game. Makes you wonder why you didn't keep a guy like Andre Drummond around or Dwight Howard around or, you know, obviously you're not going to get them in their prime, but at least they're bigger, they're physical. Like, B-ball Paul is great, but those guys have seen some shit. They know how to be tough and kind of that bulldog mentality. Dwight Howard just scored center. like 80 points in Taiwan, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. dude, 84 <laughs> points I mean, or something got like it. Coming off a brawl too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he having a fun time. I'm uh, glad for him. I hope they have Wendy's out there for him, <laughs> <laughs> the Frosties. Yeah, or I guess they probably have a, a Frosty freeze out of some sort or another that he's uh he's reaping the benefits of. But, yeah, to your point, Pat, like, I mean, I don't know if Dwight Howard was quite the answer, but, I mean, I would have loved for them to have gotten Andre Drummond back at the trade deadline. It's um, not even like uh, Brooklyn used him when we got rid of him. Like, you know, in that trade, okay, so we lost him. We got Harden out of it, but I feel like there was a way that you could have kept at least Andre. I mean, you get rid of Seth Curry, I get it, you know what I mean? But damn, come on now. Especially knowing the history, that's always our vice, is in the playoffs, Embiid probably won't play every game in the playoffs. And like you said, teams are going to expose the shit out of that once he's out of that lineup. Yeah, just, I don't know, man. Like, I hate to be that guy that blames the backup center. Like, I know, like, there are other reasons they lost that game. They almost, I mean, Embiid gets that shot off a half second earlier. We might be singing a different tune, but. Yeah, I mean, two things change. If, like, you know, two shots in that game go the other way, we're sitting here talking about, like, how we can hang with the Celtics and all that. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's hard not to be, like, kind of a doomer about the Sixers just because until they get past the second round. Like, no, it's very hard to get too excited. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, too, like, that was their opportunity to, to at least remain in contention for the one seed if they could have won that game. You're not getting the one seed. Realistically, the Sixers will probably be a three seed, which means they're going to get Boston or Milwaukee in the second round. And uh, hopefully it's Milwaukee, 
But they're not too afraid of Milwaukee. I mean, I mean, but they're both at any given in the playoff time. I mean, Milwaukee is still nothing to be shying away from. And Boston's going to be a hard. I mean, it's going to be a hard fought battle. But that's how it was every playoff season so far with the Sixers. And honestly, as a Philadelphia fan, like, but what do we? I'm going to get my hopes up again for another playoff run. My liver can't take it. My heart can't take it. My emotions are kind of spent. I'm not even that big of a soccer fan, but the union had me fucking tripping for a little bit. That is like the. Uh, that's what got the ball rolling. Yeah, well, that's like I mean, uh, I I enjoy watching the union a little bit, but it's like that. That was definitely a time where I was glad that they are not as big of a deal in Philly because people like <laughs> that game. People like oh, actually God. cared. Oof. People would have been jumping off the Ben Franklin. It was brutal. It was awful. Four minutes. They had this hang on for four minutes. And then it goes to PKs, and we have, like, obviously the better goaltender. And, uh, still I mean, because their other goaltender, like, damn near died on the field. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, well, that guy, yeah. They you had know, to, I figured, damn, well, we got it. There's no way they got a backup goalie like that. And they did. This guy, and he's from, wasn't he from Jersey, too? I th- yeah, yeah, I believe so. Damn, man. man. Just right like in our own <laughs> backyard. It's like, it's the most Philadelphia way to go out to start our monthly championship losing streak. Yeah. At least we don't have to worry about the Flyers. Yeah, painfully irrelevant, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I guess at least it's they a good know thing that they're though. so irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, uh, we don't have to get our hopes up. Mm-hmm. Made a big trade, uh, Isaac Ratcliffe, for future considerations. We got some, <laughs> we got some future right. considerations back. I love that. Love that for them. I love that they're trying to like reinvigorate this Brawl Street bully thing. We're like, all right, we know we're bad. We're just gonna fight everybody, and. Yeah, we signed still Nick Delorier for four years. Me. Still the mo- that was that is probably the craziest thing Chuck Fletcher's done. Uh, the wrist line and deal was pretty. It, yeah, that sucked. But also, it's like I mean, there's a consensus that uh, even though like he's not really that good, like the the consensus among like NHL GM like hockey guys is that, is that he is. So it's not like that shocking. But the Nick Delorier thing, it's like who were you bidding against? Like who? <laughs> Like, no one was going to give that guy more than, like, one or two years. It's nuts, but whatever. Um, at least they kind of, like, admitted that they're going to be sellers. Finally. Which is, like, obvious, but it's, like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. Is We're not it building too late? a contender like, here. I don't know how long um, Tortorella is going to want to stay here. Dude, I, I mean, give it I another. Like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I just, like, it's. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to be a, uh, a guy that wants to be on, like, a rebuilding team. No. I don't know. Yeah, I think I give it like he'll go. Th- he'll get through this year, kind of just because he has to. But like I couldn't see him lasting two seasons here if this is how it's gonna be. Like you can tell by some of like his responses to the media and so how some the way he handles some interactions with some of the players, just his terse attitude and just he's over it already. I don't think he's not built for a team like this. He's built for a team with veterans that's you know closer to contending. I think could say even an organization like this like you don't, I don't have, honestly rebuilding but I don't feel I don't see any buy-in from really anybody like they keep moving these pieces around and stuff like that and bringing new coaches in and bringing new players in but nothing's yeah, really I mean, pretty much nothing's been, really vi- nothing's doing anything they've been in like denial yeah. about the state that the team's actually in for like 10 years now yeah yeah it's like it's honestly not too unlike the Phillies after 2011 like I think we're headed for like 10 years of mediocrity with the Flyers. But, like we said, I would almost rather have that than all the other teams just make the finals and lose. If they have to be the one to, like, 
the sacrifice of the city. I'm okay with that for a little bit. Like I'll I'll take some heartbreak from the Eagles and the Sixers and the Phillies again if one person has to you know what I mean, fall on their sword. Yeah. Uh so Carson Wentz got released today. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise to nobody. Bro, how the mighty have fallen, man. Like it's so crazy to think like this guy was like anointed as the savior of the franchise. And like to be fair, like I was Eagles there. We don't win that Super Bowl if he doesn't put us in position to have home field throughout the playoffs. But, like, damn, man. Like, he went from would have won MVP to I think I think he'll get one more contract, probably as a backup, maybe even a third stringer. He's out of the NFL in a year or two. But from, like you said, almost an MVP caliber player with one team to if he does get signed, it'll be his fourth team in four years. Colts. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. And all and really everywhere he's gone, it's gotten replaced by. I mean, like just nobody's some guy. Heineke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like who the hell was he replaced with in Washington? Yeah, Taylor Heineke or yeah, yeah. Bad. Yeah, like I Bad. will admit to like a healthy dose of skepticism when we drafted Hertz, just because like I think we're all in the same boat. Like, why the hell do we draft this guy? Like, we've got our franchise quarterback, but the Eagles like scouting report or the, not the scouting report the scouts howie roseman like they must have seen something because his 2020 performance obviously was awful and is why he got traded from the eagles and like it never really got any better i think that injuries kind of took a toll on him but also like my man just wasn't like he's just his not mentally tough enough i mean yeah. you get replaced by a guy whose nickname is big dick nick I mean, you gotta go to work every day with that shit. You gotta talk to your friends about that. You gotta go home to your wife with that. I mean, they're like, "Yeah, what? What do you think?" It just he went right down the tank. You could saw it. His arm strength decreased. His legs never, never ran more than five yards again. Yeah. He really didn't throw I mean, the he ball. He used to be able to scramble really. I mean, like that se- that one season where he was like, you know, gonna win MVP or whatever. Like he would just get like look like, like he was surely gonna be se- yeah, and he would just like scramble out of stuff like crazy. Kelsey threw his ass out of the pocket. He ran for like thirty yards. Yeah. I'm like, all right, and this guy's just, awesome. Like, all of a sudden, just has zero pocket awareness whatsoever. Cannot like just does not see guys coming at him. Just getting sacked over. And what over did we and get that again. one game? Nine sacks. Like seven sacks in the first half. Dude. Yeah, dude. I was just like, damn, man, this is kind of sad to watch. But I think I was like, loving it. I could not get enough of it. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoyed it. But like, oh, yeah, never mind. It wasn't really that sad. But uh, no, he cleaned up. <laughs> he got after we got that. He kind of robbed us for a minute with that big ass contract. We still had faith in him. We said, all right, Nick Foles took over. He won that shit. But we still believe in you. And he's still, uh, you know. I yeah. couldn't do it. And the rescue or Washington was like, you know what? It ain't worth it. $26 million now they get added to their cap. Fuck yeah, Dude, I would do the same thing. And that's a franchise in turmoil. If they don't keep you, like, mm-hmm. who the hell yeah. is going to want not, you on their team, man? When you're not good enough for Dan Snyder. Right. That says a lot. Things are bleak. That says a lot. Yeah, and then, like, there was talk that, like, Eric Bieniemy coming in could fix Carson Wentz. Eric Bieniemy was probably like, I need a, a real quarterback, man. I can't be dealing with this guy. Yeah, especially if you're, if you're, like, in his shoes and, like, you're dealing with the whole, like, oh, it's really just Andy Reid. That's the reason why that offense works the way it does. And then, like, you get this job and, like, trying to prove yourself and you got to deal with fucking Carson Wentz. Right. Hell no. You go to the locker room and that's your guy, you're like, God. 
this is it. No, I'm screwed. It's you're not set up for success at all. You got no O line. You got really no run game. I mean, your best running back was just, you know what I mean, coming off a shooting injury. Like, come on now. Yo, but he was sick though. Once he came back though, he ran all over us that one game. That, I mean, who didn't though? To be honest. That is true. Heineke but, ran over all, ran over us too. Oh, he beat geez. our ass big time. Yeah. And Carson Wentz had to sit on the sideline for that he shit too. He kneeled on us pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he did. didn't. He didn't run he all over us. He he knelt <laughs> into us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but then like, yeah, that team like, they've got Terry McLaurin, they've got Robinson. They don't really have a whole lot, hell of a lot else. Like, and their defensive front is getting. I mean, I've always respected their that's defensive true. front. Defensively, four, they got some. But stuff. they're getting old now too. You know, I mean. Deron Payne might be out of there, or one of those big guys might be moving on. Chase Young's coming off, well, what, torn ACL, Who knows, right? so he could perform. I mean, obviously, you know, Chase Young banked up is still going to be a premier defensive end in the league. but He's young yet, too, yeah. Yeah, but with like you said, with the whole other turmoil, there's no direction. And it's a young team, so there's no, like, Brandon Graham on the line getting anybody in order. Your oldest guy is, what, 26, 27 on that defensive line? Did you have that new mascot, though? What is their mascot? <laughs> it's like, a, it's, like, a, it's like a pig guy with a, with like like a helmet. Quick. It's mm. uh, ah, I forget what it's called. It's like an homage to their, like, the hog, wild hog the, days. Yeah. I got to look this up. But Washington Commanders. With, like, a mascot. Yeah, with, like, a, a war helmet on. Damn, man. They're just – they just got to implode Damn. the team. They just got to get rid of it. Major Tutty? Damn. Tutty, yeah. Oh. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Major Tutty looks all right, actually. I think his arms look weird, though. If you look at a picture, for those listening at oh. home, look at a picture of Tutty. His arms are like kind of like muscly, and it's like I don't know. He's a husky. He's I think a husky it's, pig. I think it looks weird. He looks like he has Alvin Titus. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, never mind. He doesn't actually look that. Cool. He actually looks pretty scary. He looks terrifying. What kids gonna want to take a picture with that? Yeah, thing? he looks scary. Yeah. Never mind. The his, stru- na- his name's cool. Struggling franchise introducing a new mascot is a real classic move. Yeah, like uh, the Flyers, the Flyers, great. certain hockey team. <laughs> but at least we ironically made it terrible. Like we made it so bad that everybody, we all talk shit, and then as soon as everybody else, they're like, whoa, 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 "Whoa, he's ours." We're like, this guy. It's almost like someone actually tried, and yeah. this is like their best product, and this is what we get. This guy. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. Carson Wentz is gone. He'll play with somebody else. You know, yeah. I don't know who. There's going to be a lot of uh, quarterbacks going on this draft, too. So we'll see who ends up picking him up. That's what I'm saying, man. He's going to be a backup or a third, mm-hmm. like even potentially a third stringer. Like, mm-hmm. n- I won't sit here and try to think of a team that would star them, but like, I feel pretty confidently that most teams will have some other option in house that's already better than him. Rodgers goes to the Jets. Then Green Bay picks up Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, they got um, love. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Guy. He came in and torched or he yeah, didn't he torch looked, us, but like he, he had a pretty strong right. game against us. He like did I do think well. he's better than Wentz. Yeah, like Davis Mills, Christ, Davis Mills is probably better than Wentz, but Houston's gonna be in position to get. I mean, really, game. every quarterback this year did better than Carson Wentz did against us. I mean, he was on his back the, the whole game. True. Yeah, and when he wasn't on his back, he was fumbling or throwing interceptions. The story of his life, man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I guess speaking of fallen Philly athletes, we can talk about our other boy that also got drafted in 2016, Ben Simmons. Mm. I mean, 
feels kind of hard to talk about Carson Wentz without talking about Ben Simmons just because it is a parallel. It's very similar, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not that the Sixers really have anything to worry about with Ben Simmons, but it's just <laughs> crazy to see just how far he's fallen as well. Like, the guy went from a max contract. Well, he's still making a max contract, but went from a max contract level player, defensive player of the year candidate, all-star. Rookie like, of the dude, year. He won't even look at the rim. I mean, ever since that playoff game where he passed that up, it's like everybody knew, wow. And this is it. He's got the he's got the eternal yips. It's like he can't shake it. Changing cities, bringing in teammates. He said, "Damn, we're about to be dangerous." Everybody left. It's in that poster. It's just him now. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I, I don't know. I forget who it was. Someone on Twitter. I don't know if it was from like ESPN or something, but it had this like graphic that showed. Um, it was like. Uh, Ben Simmons has had 71 points in his last 14 games, and then so like Dame Lillard had 71 points last <laughs> night. I was like, damn, just like finding any which way to shit on Ben Simmons, like something has nothing to do. With yeah, I was listening to uh, the rights Ricky Sanchez and Derek Bodner was on there. He pointed out that the last free throw Ben Simmons made was against the Sixers. The Sixers haven't played the Nets in about a month. Yeah, I don't even remember that, when that was. It's awful. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I certainly understand, like, if he has, like, anxiety and whatever have you. Like, I'm not here to, like, shit on the guy. But, like, at the same time, the fact that he played his, like, mental health card so hard to get out of here, acting like he was going to get out of here and things were going to change nothing really changed man it'll be like, a very good 30 for 30 about him someday. oh god i'm looking forward to very that very good as a loose term it would just be a 30 for 30 on him yeah i mean i feel like to, to play the car like the mental health thing all that listen the city was behind his ass we supported markel fault at the same time like we were there yeah. we were doing it we were here for the journey the process we've we've seen a lot a lot worse as sixers yeah, fans. place would lose their minds from just like making a free throw yeah like, yeah, we that one, yeah. <laughs> And then you go and say that the city turned on you, like, no, man, like, you just stopped playing. You just stopped caring about basketball. So we were like, well, then fuck this. Like, we're going to stop trying to support you. We gave him all those years of support and nothing. We didn't even ask him to be the number one guy. We had that in the beat. We just wanted him to be a great supporting just player a and a great yeah. defensive guy. And he couldn't even do that. He had too much in his head. Yeah, I guess that's like kind of where there isn't a parallel between him and Wentz. Like, Wentz was touted as the guy. Simmons, right. like, was never supposed to be the guy. And, like, to Wentz's credit, like, Wentz still wants to play. He's just not that good. He Simmons does, but doesn't. I think he just says it just to say it. Of course he wants to play. He wants to get more money. Like, you know, there's a reason why, like... Yeah, I don't know. I do like, feel like that. I mean, that, that Hawk series just, I think, just did, like, kind of destroy his whole... Like, Emotional yeah, damage. Yeah, I mean, between... Yeah. Not even... Like, there was the whole, you know, the passed-up dunk thing, obviously. But even just before that, how they couldn't play him in the last minutes of the game because of the whole, like, hack of Ben. The hack yeah. of Ben was brutal. Like, that's, like, embarrassing. Like, you're an all-star, and, like, they cannot even put you on the court in a playoff game at the most crucial moments because you can't make a goddamn free throw. I like, caught myself crazy. on the sofa. Hack a bell. Shit, my bad. I mean, <laughs> it was fun to say because I'm like, this guy just couldn't do it. It was impressive, honestly. That roll was at 27 free throws he missed in a row. Uh, it was a truly remarkable it feat. It was crazy. amazing to see. It's historical. But, you know, again, classic Philadelphia. We got that guy. That has to be it. We have the one almost seven-foot 
complete freak of nature, dominant player, and is a bust. Damn. Yeah, I mean, that's life in Philadelphia, man. That's Philadelphia sports. We could look back at Markel Fultz, Julio Okafor, like all these like other guys that Sixers have drafted over the years. I mean, we're going back a ways, but Sean Bradley. Nerlens Noel, well. he's available Durland's, now. Nerlens yeah. Noel, yeah, you could pick him, him up. Of Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, he's available though. He hit the market today. Marshall, yeah, yeah, him and um, Tony Bradley are available. Yeah, Get the gang Tony back Bradley together. Should have built a franchise around <laughs> yeah. Tony Brett. Dude, hold up. What about Isaiah Joe though? Oh my Dropping god. Okay. Knocking down step backs. Between him, between him and uh, Bassey, there's like two two guys we could totally use right now that just for no reason other than Glenn Rivers hates uh, you know young people. Brutal. Yeah, it's just like man. Like, Bassey especially, we could use an aggressive rim-running big that can protect the rim. Like, B-Ball Paul, again, for all the good things he does, he's not a rim-runner. He doesn't protect the rim. Love a good rim-runner. Like, Bassey, like, imagine Bassey with James Harden. Anytime Harden wants to toss up a lob, it's an easy two points. It's like, we could use that. But, Doc, man, would rather have played Montrez Harrell, who's out of the rotation. I don't even know if my man still sits on the bench. Yeah, Just he's like, like he's, he's MIA. totally out of it. Yeah, Jedman yeah. hasn't played yet, I don't believe. Um, yeah, I think he's injured. So yeah, we sign this guy. He's hurt. That's the Philadelphia way, man. Mm-hmm. Injury, injury, injury. But you know, they'll get they'll get you in the playoffs. We'll all be amped up again. We'll be like, shit. You know what? We can over. We can do it. We can we can push through this. And they'll have some close series. They'll win. They'll get out of the first round. Second round will be close, and then they'll probably lose in a embarrassing way. One game where we're like, you know what? They're the team. You can watch the Sixers in the playoffs. I feel like the last couple of years, there's always that one game where like the the life just gets sucked out of them. Yep. And yeah. you, they gotta come back home to win it, and they just they don't seem the same. And B looks a little bit tired. Doc seems like he lost the team. They just got that feel to it the city even feels it yeah it's gonna happen like i was just like waiting for the inevitable like and be like it's like Embiid will uh catch like gangrene <laughs> or yeah, something it's always some random shit <laughs> yeah How he'll get, he'll, he'll he'll get some like mask. disease that was supposed to be eradicated like a hundred <laughs> years ago <laughs> he's got the plague you're like come on yeah the bubonic plague <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, we're headed towards – I hope we're wrong, obviously, but, like, we're headed towards another second-round exit. But, you know, it would be even more on brand for the way the last year has gone is they make it to Game 7 of the conference finals and they lose. Like I Not said – Not even the NBA finals. For the Sixers, making it to the conference finals would be great. But, yeah, they'll lose Game 7 of the conference finals, which, along with the Eagles, the Phillies, and the Union – would seem about right for the way things are going for this city right now. Emotional at least the, uh, you know, at least the soul no longer exists. They can't disappoint <laughs> Good us. God. Yeah, didn't they win in? Uh, they won a bunch of titles. They won like they four were, years like, in a row. Titles. Yeah, they were uh, the best dynasty. team in Philadelphia <laughs> for yeah. a while. Bon Jovi, man, bringing yeah. bringing championships to Philadelphia. You know, maybe we come, we become Wings fans. You know, what I'm saying I've turned oh, yeah. on TV mm-hmm. a couple times. I see Wings Lacrosse. Like maybe that's the team. To I watch. used to go to that shit back in like when they would play at like the Spectrum or whatever because it was so cheap. 
a buddy of mine I used that's to just, work with. That's just fun. Do they like fight and stuff? Is yeah. That's like, Yo, like for a real? Hockey, like, yeah, they get in the fights. Some guy I work with, uh, that, well, I used to work with, George Downey, he just got signed by them this year. He's playing for him professionally. He got really. signed by the Wings? Yeah, he's on the Wings right Dang. now. Yep. Yeah. I thought, thought you were about to say that he's like a season ticket holder or nah. something. It's like, no, he's playing for the team. <laughs> My buddy goes out and tickets all the time down there. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. No, he, he plays for him. Yeah, tell him to hook us up with some ticks. Mm hmm. Hell yeah, it's never like it's sold game. out, so we can always, you know, you yeah, can, I don't can use three more guys. <laughs> They'll put us on the sideline to commentate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get into some lacrosse, man. That yeah. sounds fun. I miss when the uh, the Phantoms used to play here. That was sick. Damn. Them and the kicks. Do you the remember kicks? the kicks? Yeah, yeah. The I don't kicks. know. Yeah, I remember the yep. kicks. I don't know what happened to them. Now they just graduated to the Union, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, thank you all for hanging around, sticking around for the inaugural episode of the citywide special um kind of feel like we should have done specials tonight but there's still time <laughs> is there <laughs> yeah yeah i guess so the night's young yet <laughs> but uh yeah i kind of wanted to talk about this nonsense bs man so i was at target the other day i had to buy some razors and uh i bought this pack of i pulled out my phone so i can look at what this pack is hopefully gillette doesn't come for us but these Gillette Sensor 3s, man. It says on the pack, it's it's for sensitive skin. I get cut up easily when I shave. It says it's good for 40 gentle shaves. Who shave? No. Who uses the same <laughs> razor 40 times? How often do you all shave? Once a week. I don't know. I'm an electric guy, but that seems like a lot. I use Harry's, but I will say, I'm not going to lie, this could be a hot take here, but I did for a while. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't need to keep buying these razor blades. I probably got a good 20-some shaves out of this thing because I kept using a Q-tip when I was shaving, you know what I'm talking about, to get the hairs out of the thing. Oh, okay, yeah. The you know what out. I mean? Oh, you, I, I hear you, I hear you, I hear much, you. It gets, like, full and all that shit. Yeah. So, but that really wasn't the cleanest shave the whole time. You used it 20 times? I mean, I brought that shit to Guatemala for a minute, too. Jeez. <laughs> 20 times? You didn't cut yourself at all? It, was, it was there, like it there was, was shaving few, good. There, there were definitely a few bumps in the road, but it was enough to like you know you smack some soap on it and it stops and you like. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you like bringing your your uh, twenty time used razor trying to get it through TSA. It's like yeah. no, you don't understand. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I'm okay. That got <laughs> this through. is my lucky razor blade. <laughs> yeah. I need to bring it to Guatemala <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah, it just mean. 20 times is probably 18 times more than I would use a razor. But that's what I'm saying, though. Then you got that pack of four, and they said 40. So you got to figure 10. I don't know about that right there. They're giving you 10 gentle shaves. That means... So hold the, on. You think it was 10 gentle shaves per... Has to be, because there's no way they're saying 40 by each. That's what I was thinking. They were saying 40 each. Damn. I was going to say you're smoking bad I would love to see a guy who just like completely just trusts the information on the package and just does that. And it's just like his, his face is covered in ingrown hairs and shit. And it's just like, wow, these razors are amazing. Those you can use them 40 circle, times. Those little circle band-aids <laughs> yeah, everywhere. He's, just, <laughs> he's all patched up. Yeah, it looks like, like a cat attacked him or something. Like, like but, I said, there's no... But I don't understand. I mean, because you would think that they would want to... The idea would be they want you to use them up so you have to buy more. You know, how like how the uh, like how they put that expiration date on the food right. so they right. throw it out. Yeah. One Even when it's perfectly shave, good. One gentle shave per box. But they don't tell you which one. They'll sell you four blades. They're like, you got one good shave in here. 
you got to figure out which one it it's is. It's just a random. <laughs> yeah. Play, playing a game of Russian <laughs> roulette with yeah. shaving. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just like, so if it's 40 shaves per razor, man, I'm not going to need to buy razors for a year. But I won't actually abide by that. But, uh, no. yo, can we get John in here? John, you're in here? Get in here. All right, I got to share, uh, share Avery's mic here. But two things. One, I'm assuming you're talking about razor blades for your face and not those scooters that the mall rats use in the 90s. <laughs> uh, two, you guys got to get out of the Dollar Shave Club, man. You guys got to get a sponsorship because that shit's like a, that's a good – it's good economy, I believe. It's uh, it's it's cheap. I've never done it before because I don't shave very much. I just I, I like rock the neck beard thing, and it's uh, it's a good look for me. But uh, but yeah, that's that's my two cents. You guys, you got to look into that Dollar Shave Club and then see if they'll sponsor you because obviously that's what it's all about is getting that cash yeah. money. Well, then we'll each shave with a different brand and we'll see Every who's got the gentlest. Every Peace. good podcast has the you know Dollar Shave Club, um, some kind of uh, you gotta you know, have boutique underwear and uh, dick who's pills. our gambling app? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta, <laughs> yeah Trevor, you <laughs> got to hook us up with the gambling app. Yeah, so. we gotta get some some weird offshore uh, like Russian <laughs> sports book. So like Pizza Hut has to be on there at this point. We gave Pizza Hut a lot of love. Yeah, the Pizza top Hut. Of yeah, we gave them a lot of free press that they honestly don't probably don't deserve especially not in the city of philadelphia man there's so many there's good pizza options yeah the, the pizza <laughs> the local pizza huts if, you, if if you're listening you gotta step it up yeah yeah this, this podcast still... will represent you till the day you die man but uh yeah i think back to my point these razors i'm gonna use them each twice and that's probably gonna be it like twice and then that pocket knife in front of you is probably going to give you just as smooth a shave as that third go around that Gillette whatever that is honestly probably yeah I think the only shave that like I said you can you can label gentle when you get that haircut they're like you want that little bit of like warm foam on the back of your neck yeah I don't even look back there I never know what they're doing they could be just putting the back of that but I don't like no one's ever like damn Pat your neck is so hairy on the back of your head but they hit me with that razor I'm like shit I'm purring like a cat (laughs) <laughs> Feels good. That's gentle. Yo, how often do you get your hair cut, though? I'm on a, like, once every three weeks now just because of the way weddings and things like that have been popping up in my life. But, you know, usually it just still starts tickling the old ears. Then I got to go. Yeah, I think. But I'm, I'm going to try to keep it one every three weeks. I'm about once every three weeks to once a month. Trevor, what about you? Uh, I'm probably, like, once every two months. Once every two months? Damn. Something like that. Damn, yeah, I, don't that I don't know. I let it grow out pretty good then i don't know you need to i should get it cut more you need to but. take that wig off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is all natural it is right. cold out though so like it does you know summertime does affect yeah you winter time yeah, that's you, a good you one. got yeah. more leniency in that with the winter time everything gets a little more hairy yeah that's a very good point like whenever i get my hair cut like i always get it cut real low and if it's a cold day Mm-hmm. I feel that on my skull, man. I'm chilly. I ain't going nowhere till that hair starts to grow back. It's like getting a, a smack in the back of the head. You walk outside like, damn, yep. shit. It's like, I'm sorry, boss. I cannot come to work today. My hair isn't growing back enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my head is cold. I can't come in today. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right. Well, y'all got anything else? I think that it was just about does it. Yeah, yeah, we can get back and watch the Sixers game, I guess. Yeah, They're down uh, 94-87, 95-87 to the Heat. 
Yeah, Got to play Miami again on Wednesday. Schedule gets real tough. So um, You got the Mavs coming up. They just gave up a big uh, – Yeah, to LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah. LeBron hurt his foot pop. Mm-hmm. He got hurt. But, uh, I think he's I mean, rested today. The Lakers are always hurt. The sky's blue. You know Definitely. I mean? For sure. But uh, All right, Trevor, you want to close this out? Uh, yeah. Uh, good night, everybody. We'll see you later. Yeah, thank you all for listening to the Citywide Special, a Philly Sports Podcast. We'll be back with some more Philly Sports and a bunch of other random nonsense. So uh I was gonna say see y'all then, but we will never actually <laughs> see y'all. So yeah. we will never to- see you. We will we hopefully will never see you <laughs> ever. Like if you see us on the street, you keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> Look down. But uh all right, thanks y'all. All right, peace. Appreciate peace. it.